0: Welcome to the Talent Fix podcast, where we talk to business owners, CEOs, and HR leaders about the recruitment and HR issues of the day. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Jamie Groom, who is the co-founder of uh, Propel Consults and um, of Yala, and currently in the role of sales guru. Um, So welcome, Jamie, to the Talent Fix.
1: How's it going? Good to meet you.
0: Well, me and you go back a long way. I know, yeah. It's the first time we've sat down ever in this kind of context, um, without a, a, a beer or two. Um, so <laughs> this will be interesting. What I'd like to talk to you about today, uh, Jamie, is just a bit about where, you know your own background, um, why you're in the role that you're in, and then we'll go on to discuss issues that are facing the industry today from a recruitment context both in the context of Yala as a business, but also in the context of the issues that you think your clients are facing and will face in the future. So I'll pass over to you now. Um, Tell us about yourself. Who are you? What's your current role?
1: Me, at the moment, I'm director for Yala. um, I help do this all the sales for the Renter Recruiter, and I also help do them for Propel over in the Middle East as well. Um, I am in recruitment 17 or 18 years now. I went to Barry years ago to get me a job as an architectural technologist because that was what I was doing. And he offered me a job in recruitment and here I am today. We've been in business together um, about 13 years and we've done quite well.
0: Brilliant, okay. Um, Yeah, we go back. uh... We go back a long way. I won't say exactly how long. I might give away a bit too much about our age. I think I
1: might have already, mate. Sorry.
0: <laughs> but what um, what attracted you to, uh, to the recruitment industry? And um, what do you like about what you do today?
1: What attracted me years ago is when I started in recruitment, I was just really, really good at it. So I enjoyed it because I had success straight away. I got promoted really quick in the business. I was hitting targets. Um my previous job was a sales job, and I actually, part-time then, but I actually love hitting targets. So got in with um, BBT, which is now owned by Ranstead, and just grew from there. I don't do as much the recruitment side of things now, but I still do the sales side, and that's always the bit I've always loved. So yeah, I'm very happy where I am today. Um, Barry's brilliant. He looks after it. nearly everything else himself. And Mark, all I have to do is kind of sales side of things. So I love my bit. I love my job now at the moment.
0: So, Jamie, for as long as I've known you, you've always been very successful in terms of recruitment. You've always been, you know, the top pillar, whether that's in BBT or even when we first started out in Propel. But what advice would you give to your younger self starting out? Maybe the do's and don'ts.
1: Ooh, um, learn your industry. Learn your industry. You don't have to be an expert in the industry. Um, I think... Anyone who's good in recruitment can swap over industries. It's your methodology behind it. Um, That is what got me going. So I enjoyed that side of the sourcing. And then the recruitment side, Um, the actual getting the job in off the client. I love getting new clients, sales kind of thing. I love getting a candidate job, it is a nice feeling. I know people say this and it sounds corny, but I actually do like getting people jobs they like. Um, And then obviously the success of that. Now, unfortunately, I don't make commission anymore because of my role, but like I still love that whole sales side and getting people into the job they like.
0: What recruitment challenges are you facing in your current role as a director with YALA?
1: Okay, recruitment, at, like we're in the middle of COVID, we're kind of coming out of where it's looking good on the other side. Um, I know for our clients, it's difficult to get people. Some people are scared coming back to work. Um, A lot of employers don't even know if they're gonna be doing two, three, four, or five days a week back. Um, So the world's a bit topsy-turvy at the moment. It's difficult to know. I know myself and Barry, we don't even know if we're going back two or three days yet. It's not confirmed and um, so there's a lot of decisions to be made moving forward um and recruiting for us it's difficult we've had to go i think outside the box we're recruiting internationally now we're all over europe Um just because the talent a lot of people left when COVID happened a lot of people went home so a lot of the talent from ireland or people who were here and went home we've had to get back in touch with them and that's what we've been noticing. So our recruitment challenge at the moment is getting people locally is very difficult. You have to go international, unfortunately, at the moment. Which is no, it's great. Sorry, not unfortunately.
0: That's really interesting. Um, in terms of if you if you flip that question now and look at it through the eyes of your clients, you know, what are the challenges you're seeing in the marketplace currently?
1: The challenges. Marketplace? Well, I know for I know some of our clients in lower paying the the more junior positions they're finding it difficult to get people back to work because. They're younger, they're getting the PUP payment and it's kind of as much as they would get working for an employer. So they're kind of going, let's chill out for the summer, which kind of I do myself, I was their age. Um, And it's finding again, the skilled labourers, like a lot of people went home. Um, A lot of people have moved back to, with their parents and stuff. So Dublin isn't as full as it was before COVID. Um, So that's the difficulty straight away our clients are having. Um, Also reaching out to candidates as well, like the sourcing side is very difficult, it's so time consuming. Um, To recruit someone, 70% of that time of recruiting someone is in the sourcing side and a lot of our clients don't have time to do that. Um, That's where we come into hand, we've got people we've trained ourselves, they're experts in the field. Um, So people can come in and just use us on a monthly basis now and not only do we help them source, we leave their accounts set up and everything so next time they need to source, it's easier for them in the future, in theory.
0: Okay. And at a recent CIPD conference that we were at, um, we discussed the, the next big challenge that employers are facing is this skills war or war for talent. And um, that's the next challenge that companies will face post COVID. What's your view on that, and, and how can companies address that? skills deficit in your
1: opinion? Well, the skills deficit is going to, they're talking about it's going to happen in all industries. So with your with current employers, I think what employ current employees, they should be going to their employer or the employer going to them about upskilling internally. Um, that's a great start. Um, and obviously graduate programs as well, getting people on board, getting them upskilled. Um, And if the government can do the government, I know, is already doing upskilling programs for people who are in backgrounds where their jobs are going now because of AI.
0: It's funny you you talk about upskilling and I think kind of learning and development is really taking center stage at the moment in terms definitely um, in terms of the agenda uh, for for companies, both large and small. Uh, like the
1: work the workforce industry sorry the workforce industry is getting harder now um i know for our interviews when we're interviewing candidates like i'm looking at it going god if i was that young back then i don't think i'd pass the interview that we're doing now so like it is getting harder people are a lot more the kids coming through are a lot more smarter than we are where they know a lot more so the industry is getting harder in that kind of way so the younger generation they know they're they're already kind of upskilled. they're a lot ahead of us in some ways so it's kind of working both ways where people in the mid generation, they need the help upskilling. It's not as much the younger generation.
0: 100%. And there's an idea uh, around the internal talent marketplace that's gaining traction in, in the US, where rather than looking externally, companies are advised to become a lot smarter and slicker in terms of looking at candidates from inside their own business. Um, and allowing them either move laterally or upskill them to, to take to take uh, other positions. I mean, what do you think that the future holds for businesses when it comes to recruitment?
1: I uh, definitely in-house upskilling. Look, if someone's working for you, they know your company, they know what you want to do, they're excited. Um, so, if you can upskill internally, that's a great idea. Learning and development there helping them out um, because you know your investment's worth it because they're already working for you and you're happy with them. Um, Upskilling future people, like there is going to be positions where we're interviewing people for where there is no skill, where it's a new thing that's come out, we're going to have to upskill them. So we're going to have to take chances on people, um, get to understand them better, get to know if they're motivated to, to know if you invest, to learn, to teach them what they need to know, is it going to be worth your while? So that would be a difficulty in recruiting in the future understanding people more without them knowing that they can do the job.
0: Perfect, now that, that's that's really interesting. In terms of recruiting for startups, you've played the key role within Yala recruiting and hiring over the last 18 months as Yala has gone through um, its its last expansion. What advice would you have to startups uh, recruiting in the current market uh, and how best to go about finding and attracting talent as a startup?
1: Me, I'm all about office culture. I'm all about office culture. Um, I know when I interview people I'll have a chat with them and see if they're the type of people that's going to get on well with the team because I know if you get someone in to join a team, it doesn't matter how good anyone is in any industry. If the team doesn't gel, the company doesn't work well. So my advice to you is, especially for a startup, because you do need a solid core team when you're having a startup, but it's a small business. So make sure that everyone gets on with everyone. Look, you can teach and train things. You can teach and train anything you like. um, But the attitude and that kind of stuff and will to get on well with the rest of the team, you can't teach that. That's just something natural. So I would personally look for that in people when I'm interviewing them. And then it'd be great if they had the extra skills and everything we need. That's super where we find that. But sometimes you don't, but you do find the right person and they're worth teaching and training.
0: Brilliant, Jamie. Thanks so much for that and thanks for your time. That's all we have time for, for today. I just want to finish off by thanking Jamie again and thank you for listening. And please follow us on our website www.yala.ie or reach out to me um, for with any comments um, or feedback on barry at yala.ie. Thanks for listening, and please tune in to our next podcast with HR leaders, business owners, and CEOs to discuss the recruitment issues of the day.